Welcome back to another episode of Drink and Tell. Anika and I are going to be discussing dating in New York City part two. We received so much positive feedback, so we're going to do a deep dive today on first dates specifically. Yeah, listen, folks, this is something that Amanda and I didn't realize was a topic that everybody cared about. So we're giving you what you asked for. Exactly. So we're going to break it down. We're doing a deep dive. This is going to be educational, informative. You're going to learn some things from a woman's perspective that they really look for in a first date. First, we'll discuss how to secure a first date. Then we'll go into the big day, right? The big day, the date, super exciting. And then we'll go through during the date. So what's happening once you get there, the conversation topics, and then last but not least, the follow-up. I'm going to turn it back to you, Anika. What are some ways that you have locked down or secured a first date? Okay, so I think that there are two different aspects here. I think the first one is how to secure a first date on apps. And the second one is how to secure a first date like in person. But for me, it was apps only. So step number one, set up your Hinge profile for success. And yes, that means you want to be short and sweet. You want to be funny. You want to have hot ass pictures of yourself, but you don't want to give away too much. And you just got to be yourself. You choose the questions that are on there. You choose what your answers are. And you really let your personality shine through. I completely agree. I am definitely much more of a person that picks up dates when I'm out, when I'm at a pregame, when I'm on the road. Definitely not much on the apps. But I guess some suggestions for how to do so in person, I'd say you have to be confident in yourself. For me, that might take a couple of drinks, a couple of shots, just to feel a little bit loose and more confident. If I see a guy at a pregame, for example, and you know he's tall, tend to like the taller men, light eyes, dark hair, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> You know, he looks kind of good. Amanda, literally. I'll definitely go up. You are a definition. You walk into a party, you look straight ahead, and then you just kind of turn your eyes up and see who you can still see in the crowd. And that is like who you beeline towards. Like that is your kind of guy. Exactly. So here's what I'll do. See how the environment is in the room. Talk to some friends. First, grab a drink. Make sure you have a drink in your hand. You don't want to or five no but make sure you have at least one drink in your hand and make sure it's strong make sure it's full or semi-full maybe like halfway i'd say that's the ideal amount yeah and then plop over i think it's really sexy and hot when someone goes up to you first it could be at a pregame it could be at a bar it's it's very strategic but that's that's what i'd say for how to secure a date for the first time and make sure they get your number and speaking of numbers guys make sure you ask for a girl's number in a normal way Any of those stupid fucking pickup lines will absolutely not work. Guys, if you're listening to this, girls don't like to be told, did you hurt when you fell from heaven? So much better when they either give you a genuine compliment and like not, oh, wow, you're so pretty. Like, okay, thank you. If they comment on something nice about you, like that makes such a difference. I think pickup lines are dumb. Be genuine, be real. Compliments work 100% of the time. It can be super simple. And I've even complimented guys before, as weird as that may sound, if they have cute shirt or if they have like nice shoes on, 
I'll throw a compliment. But also yes. I'd say if, you know, you're at a pregame or at a bar, I've definitely bought guys drinks before. Literally, I've done oh, that before. And that's probably weird. I but No. I mean, why I not? I'm, like, if it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing and like a guy come up to you at a bar, like, no, I would want them to buy it. But like, if I'm trying to like, if it's a friendlier situation or like if I already have a tab open, I'm like, yeah, just put it on my tab. Like, I feel like guys respect it. Yeah, I agree completely. In regards to the conversation, just ask them a question, right? Like, don't ask them something where they can answer yes to no. Ask them their opinion on something or what they think about this. Or let's say you're talking to your other friends, your girlfriends or your guy friends, and you have a debate over something. Go up and ask that person. Be like, hey, like, I want to get your take on this. Holy crap. Yes, times a million. Just one more thing about the apps and like just kind of went back to like your pregame friend situation there is something to be said about guys that actually can have an individual picture on their app like there is nothing worse than scrolling through someone's profile and being like oh which one are they don't put shirtless pictures on your hinge it is not attractive i think it's the douchiest thing in the world i don't care if you go to the gym i'll find that out a few dates in Ugh. that was so mean i take it back no, don't say it that. Like, let's be real here. I think those, you know, questions that's like ideal Sunday gym. Are you kidding me? I don't care if you're going to the gym on a Sunday. Like that tells me nothing about you. Maybe you work out once a week. I don't know if you work out seven days a week. It's just like so, so pointless. So really, point. you know, kind of use those questions to your advantage. Let's transition into the best days for the date, but also an ideal first spot for a date. First thing first, I think a movie for a first date, it's the worst idea in the world. You can't talk at all. You awkwardly are deciding if you should be like cuddling and holding hands or like just sitting, two people sitting next to each other. Stay away from movies. I'd say the ideal day is a Saturday afternoon. So anytime yes. between five to seven, like it doesn't have to be three, four, five hours long. I agree. And I think that Saturday five to eight, like is literally spot on the perfect time because you're not like, I feel like the most common excuse that we hear is, oh, we don't have enough time. Like we're so busy with work, work yeah. during the weekdays. And I want to hang out with my friends on the weekends. Like five to eight is a perfect time. Like I do understand that it's hard to like miss out on an occasion with your friends for a guy that you've never met before, but it goes both ways. Like think about it from a guy's perspective, like they probably want to hang out with their guy friends, right? I think there's no problem with a one hour date where you have two, three drinks, you get to know each other. And then you guys are off to do your Saturday night. You still have the whole night waiting for you it's always good to have a tentative plan for after so like if you need a place to cut it off or you feel like oh it's not really going anywhere or like oh maybe now's a good time i should leave you have somewhere to go and it's you're being genuine about it moving on to the day of the first day i think the first thing we should touch on is just that confirmation text and amanda i don't know about you but even if we have plans in writing that we made 24 hours before Without a text the day of, I don't think a date is happening. So interesting you bring that up. I feel like the confirmation text of the date happening that day is one of the most important things a guy can do. First, it reassures the girl that they haven't forgot about her. Yes. But it also confirms that it's still on. And it's just something super easy to do. I don't know why a guy wouldn't do it. Girls get, I think, off when they don't get that text. 
A couple tips I do want to share during the date is put your phone down. Do not disturb. Don't be scrolling through Instagram throughout the date. This applies to both girls and guys. It's incredibly rude. The first time you meet someone, you should have plenty to talk about because you don't know anything about that person. You have 20 some years to catch up on. Like you have a world of questions to ask. I could not agree more with that, Amanda. Yeah, and be like a good person to talk to. So I always make sure that I'm not speaking too much and I'm not speaking too little. I think you need to strike a good balance, make it 50-50, come to the conversation with some good questions, ask them where they're from, ask them what they're interested in, what some of their hobbies are. And I'd also say pet peeves are a good one, finding out what yes. a person doesn't like, what turns off a person. I feel like my tip on how to be a good conversationist is take a couple shots before your date. Um, I have yes. never, ever in my life shown up to a date sober. I think, Amanda, you could probably say the same thing. It just, it helps me kind of ease the tension a little bit. I think a few to stay away from are ex-girlfriends. Like, that's just not, or boyfriends. That's just not a conversation that you want to even open the door to have because it's a little bit too soon for that. <laughs> and another one I've learned to maybe stray away from unless it comes up is like asking about people's families. Because I think, Amanda, you and I are fortunate that we have such good relationships with our families. It's not the same for everybody. And like, that's a conversation that they're probably not going to open up about on the first date. Right. And so it's just like awkward. You're like, oh, how was your family? Like, How was your childhood? They're not going to build their life stories. I agree. I would say, you know, defer from families unless someone openly talks about it, ask them about their job, how they picked it. I love traveling, so I could probably ask them, like, what's one place you'd want to travel yes. that you haven't already been to? So some of those, like, fun things that you really enjoy as a person, just to see if that's something they're interested in and if that's something that their eyes light up when I discuss, it's obviously a good <laughs> sign. I love that. That's such a good point, Amanda. So what do you think about kissing on the first date? I, I, I don't believe in the rules. Like, if you want to, like, do whatever you want to do. Do whatever feels right, but, like, it's fully your decision. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? I mean, if it feels right, go for it. If it doesn't, don't do it. Just really depends on the situation. If you're feeling it, if you want to wait, I think that's fine. It always keeps them wanting more, which is not a bad thing. Um, I think it's really important for a guy to be super positive and confident on the date. I think all girls yes. find confidence super attractive and, you know, just bring your whole self to the table because that first impression is key. In a way, a date is kind of like an interview, like a social interview. Mm-hmm. You're sitting across from a person trying to decide, could we be compatible or no? Right. And like, that's kind of the way interviews yeah. are. You're not going to get the girl if you're not your best self. Right, right. And I'd say this applies to both girls and guys. Make sure that yes. you're focused in for an interview, for a date. Like eye contact is key. So important. I can't stress that enough. I really can't. This is almost as important as a confirmation text, in my opinion. But this really is yep. talking about who texts first after the date. Does the boy or girl text after the first date? Oh, got to be the boy. Let the guy text you. Like, if he had a good time, he will guarantee text you. He will say something like, I had a really nice time. Amanda, I feel like my question for you is when? Like, when do you think it's a good time to have a follow-up? And when do you think you can assess, like, yeah, I'm never hearing from him again? Yeah, so this one's actually really interesting. And I honestly can't say I'm a pro at this at all. And I'm still trying to navigate this one as a single individual. So I think the follow-up is interesting. I mean, 
once you give them your number, it should be up to them. You put it in their hands. If they want to text you, they can text you. If not, they don't. Back to the question, I'd say the day after is perfect or even later that evening, a couple of hours. Yeah. And just say, I had a really great time. Hopefully we can do it again soon. This one's a tough one because I definitely had guys that have texted me like right after and we like had some banter, texted back and forth. And then I was waiting for a second date and that never happened. So still wondering about this one yeah to your point we're like I thought a date went really well and the guy texted me right after everything seemed fine and then like two weeks later it was like oh guess that's yeah. not happening I've had other instances where I've been like oh this guy's totally they're all over you and then like he texts me every day and yeah. asks me to hang out yeah all the time and I'm like what what the fuck is going on like how am I like guys are very yeah the chase is always the most interesting part right to all the girls out there listening, this one's for you. Tell a guy that you're going to text them later. You grab their number and you say you're going to text them later when you get home. And then you don't text them when you get home. Then they start to wonder, did she get home? What happened? Did she forget about me? Yeah. Does she not like me? That is a move. And I think you need to use that move when you like the guy. Just make them wonder. Play the game. We have Sam Hunter joining us today, and we are so excited. Sam, before we get started, tell us your full name, how old you are, where you're from, or where you're quarantining, and what's one term you'd use to describe your relationship status? Wow. Well, thank you guys for having me. Very honored and blessed to be on this podcast. So my name is Samantha Rose Hunter, just turned 25. I live in Boston, but I'm quarantining outside of Boston. And I guess one phrase to describe my relationship status is reverted whore, probably. (laughs) Yes. Be curious to hear how some of your first date experiences have gone this far. Yeah, of course. So I actually love first dates. I, I know like a lot of people feel a lot of pressure when they're going on them and stuff like that. I thrive in that setting. It's kind of um, after the third date when things start getting a little more serious and commitment centric where I start to tank. The sign of a good first date, first off, is you finished at least five glasses of wine by the time the night's five over. Five glasses of wine? <laughs> Are you insane? I'd say my most successful first dates have honestly been like four plus hours. You know, some have gone as far as 12 hours. You can do the math there. There might be some overnight situations. But for conversation, you let them do all the talking through the first drink. You're feeling a little loose after the second drink. And then the conversation is just like very natural from there. Okay. But like while you're having these conversations, what are like some red flags that you're looking out for? Like, have you ever been in a situation where... You hear the guy talk, you ask a question, and he answers it, and you're like, holy shit, run the other direction. Oh, yes. So first and foremost, I think anyone that talks about their exes on a first date, major Mm. red flag there. And the last guy I was seeing about, like, right around Christmas time, and it was, like, maybe a month and a half, the first date, he not only got into the last three exes of him, him and his most recent ex broke up less than a month ago. And I don't oh, know. Well, I'd probably already had like three glasses of wine at this point. That turned into a 12 hour date. So, I mean, that was probably bad. Sam, on 
you were probably like, oh, whatever. He doesn't want anything serious now anyways. I'll take full advantage of the situation. <laughs> you were the you rebound. Oh, no, no, no. I was the fuckboy. So I, um, <laughs> so basically he was a serial monogamist. And like all he did was jump from relationship to relationship. And I like, called him out hardcore for that from the beginning. It was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm looking for something fun. I don't really know what it is. But I feel like a lot of like my first to third dates go well. And then like four plus their true colors start showing and they start like telling me really personal things and like I don't really want that or care so I just kind of cut the cord Sam I think it's because you're really easy to talk to what do you think about kissing on the first date and then I think you mentioned a bit earlier something about you know how the date lasted 12 hours so if you give some color into that please spell out exactly what happens in those 12 hours sam we'd love our listeners to hear. well actually i think you might be a little shocked so um on your first question there i'm a big proponent of you know if it feels right you go in for it i don't think there's a certain algorithm to getting someone to want to be in a relationship with you like if you kiss on the first date that's ruled out blah 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 as for the 12 hour date, I was actually really, really uh, like a good person. That one, I, I just ordered a bunch of drunk food and let him sleep over and I ate a calzone in bed. So actually probably not what you guys were expecting though. He Not I, what I was expecting. I know I did kick him out the next morning though, because I was like, listen, I need to eat my leftover calzone and drink Gatorade and not leave bed. So you, you in peace. <laughs> yeah. And after you kicked him out of his apartment in the morning, how long did it take for him to text you? Or did he text you? Or did you text him? Like, talk to us about what it was like after the fact. Uh, you texted me before he got into the Uber, leaving my apartment. So. <laughs> oh, wow. And then he continued to text me 24-7. You know, the more attraction you show in me, the less attracted I am to you. So he really yeah. didn't get that memo. I think it's good if you sleep with someone or go on a date with someone, if they, like, follow up with you after the fact. But... If they do it within 10 seconds of leaving your home, it's like automatic red flag. You're clingy as hell. Yeah. Well, well, actually, this was the guy that I was seeing the last time I came to visit you guys in New York. And if you remember correctly, I was very unenthusiastic about this. Oh, situation. I yeah. remember, Samantha, the entire time <laughs> on the train texting us like, can't wait for this weekend, like single as fuck, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, dude, aren't you seeing someone? You're like, nah. <laughs> I mean, that was up to interpretation. <laughs> Oh my God, that was amazing. One of the last questions that I have is what is your ideal first date? A new guy is taking you out. He messages you. In an ideal world, you could pick it. What would it be? I'm a sucker for just the traditional, like go to a bar, get drinks. You spend yes. time talking. I love that. You learn so much about someone. You can ask questions. And it it's always you're starting the night. So like you have a nice excuse to bag the date do you guys remember when we did escape the room and one of the owners was telling us how this yes! guy would always take a girl on a first date there the guy would essentially just do the same escape room and be an expert at it and always solve it and impress the girls like that was the funniest thing i've ever heard wait that was savage and i think genius. that's a great strategy yeah we're gonna let you get back to 90 day fiance but appreciate all the perspectives love you sam <laughs> love you, you sam bye, bye. Ellen, we're so excited to have you on today's episode. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, I have a lot of experience uh, first time dating. Uh, it's probably more tragic <laughs> than most people would like to admit. 
before we get started, what's your name, age, where are you from, where are you quarantining, and what's one term you'd use to describe your relationship status? Okay, so that was a lot of questions, so I'm going to go off what I remember. So, my name is Ellen. <laughs> I'm from Oregon. What's uh, your relationship status? Oh, God. I'm confused. <laughs> what we really want to learn from you today is how do you decide who to go on a first date with? How do you start your conversations? What do you find out about them beforehand? We know that, you know, you've gone on first dates with men who are three years younger than you. We know you've gone with a sugar daddy. Like, we just want to know, you know, what's the criteria? To decide if I actually want to go on a date with someone, it's kind of a subconscious process. I'll match with someone. I'll be like, oh, are they cute? And then if I say, eh, yes, then I'll keep talking to them. And then I'll eventually go on a date. Um, if you give us insight as to what apps you're on and what are some good pickup lines guys have used, because I'm sure there's a couple of guys listening out there that could probably use some helpful tips on this one. So I'm out here in Oregon and to all the listeners, I don't want you to think I'm a shady, shallow bitch for saying this, but there was this guy on Bumble and he said he was like a investment analyst, something like that. Good job. Went to a good school on the East Coast, and I was like, wow, there's finally one of these people in Oregon. You don't find a lot of those. And we're talking, like, two matches is back and forth. And then I look at his profile again, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know this guy. I know this guy. I went to high school with this guy, I think. So then I screenshot the two pictures, and I send it to my friends from high school. And I'm like, ladies, do we know this guy? And then she was like, yeah, he was expelled from our high school freshman year for stealing everyone's TI-89 calculators and reselling them. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. <gasps> That's a red flag. Honestly, red flag. Okay. No, dude, you know what I hear? I hear smart um, businessman. I yeah. hear that this man was trying to make money at yeah. a young age. Ellen, can we transition oh, into some of your first dates in New York oh, City? Yeah. I'm going to preface it with one that I remember very well. Um, we were all at Radagast on a beautiful oh, Saturday, God. day drinking with all of our oh, friends. God. And all of a sudden, I'll hand it over to you, Ellen. So I match with this guy. He's like kind of cute, like mm, maybe a little not cute, but like kind of cute. But he does, he works at a hedge fund. He seems very smart. I'm like, okay, I'll go on a date. Chuck. No, this is not Chuck. And Chuck, if you're listening, turn it off. No, it's um, not. Oh. <laughs> she said Chuck, not Chuck. <laughs> okay, oh so my okay, God. I went on this date with this guy, and I was like, boozy brunch, let's hit it. And honestly, ladies and gents. First mistake. First no, mistake. No, it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. If you go to boozy brunch as a first date with someone, you literally find out if they are psychotic without having any feelings. Also, there's an IPA in this car right now. I'm just gonna crack it open. Here we go. I, I'm Love gonna that. need it. I'm gonna need Cheers. it. You can tell, baby. So you literally but... traveled another borough with this man that you just met. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Well. Don't ask me, because I don't really remember what happened, but Anika surely does. And apparently this man kept telling me that he loved me. He loved me. Just a couple of comments um, yeah. on this story. Um, this is one of the most interesting stories. And again, thank you for sharing um, with us and being <laughs> open. I think it was really interesting that you say 
that a boozy brunch is a good first date because I'd have to disagree. I think you perhaps got a little too wasty-wasty during brunch and perhaps your vision was a bit impaired. You can do boozy, but you have to like control yourself. You can't do boozy the way that we do boozy as girls and get like absolutely blacked out and go to like Lavo at 2 p.m. If you could pick the place for an ideal first date, where would it be? We've already discussed boozy brunch. Where would it be in your mind? Okay, honestly, I have this like played out in my head. It's somewhere that both of the people have been already. So they know like the ambiance, like the lighting, whatever. And okay. it's that you I both like that. sit down and it's like cozy and comfortable, but you're not on top of each other, but you're also not awkwardly like trying to sit up straight. The worst thing you would have is like, you don't want it to be light with no alcohol, True. with an uncomfortable seat. Yeah. That is like the recipe for a horrible first date. But if you have a comfortable seat, you're able to chill out, relax. You don't feel like the whole bar is listening to you. And what day and time would you say is the best time to go on a date, like of all days of the week? Honestly, um, as a girl, you want to pretend that you're like a hardo at work not even pretend just like actually be one too so you say oh well I probably won't get off work till late so um it's extremely attractive when someone asks like where do you live where do you work and then they plan it around that like there's nothing worse than a guy being like oh yeah I live on 14th and 3rd you want to come to yeah no like they just want you to go over there afterward and like no that's yeah as a a lady in this crazy world of dating you have to put yourself first and you have to wear the pants very true who do you think should text first after the date the man or the woman so i think that it should be up to both of them but considering the society we live in today i think it's expected that the guy texts first ellen thank you so much for joining us um your stories were absolutely hilarious and i'm sure everyone is going to love hearing about your first date experiences I know I learned a ton (laughs) of good stuff. Throw us a comment, maybe a review if you are feeling generous, but we'd love to hear from you. We love you guys. Have an amazing week. We hope it's the best yet, and we'll speak to you guys soon.